When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. Oh, it's pre-roll time. You know the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions, your, uh, your source, your solution. That's why they're called Inked Marketing Solutions. Your solutions to all things crowdfunding, um, even beyond comics. But, you know, I'm going to focus on the comics on account of what I am and all. Um, i got to tell you about the uh, the Inked Marketing Crowdfunded Comic for this episode. Mm, it's going to be the Terror Trilogy funding on Kickstarter right now. It's a horror graphic novel. It's three incredibly creepy sounding stories all in one beautifully bound book so uh we've got the muffin man number one solo 88 number one and thirst number one and uh you know there's even a brand new story as well that the boys from limitless comics is putting out and that's a wild oni or you could you know you can grab them grab everything grab all of that stuff all on this kickstarter but the muffin man and the solo 88 and thirst all in one beautifully bound graphic novel of terror, the Terror Trilogy. So, uh, yeah, head on over to Kickstarter now and support the boys of Limitless Comics. It might not just be all boys, but I'm looking at the picture here. Those are all boys there. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, head on over. Check it out. Kickstarter, and uh, that's going to be inked.pub slash terror trilogy once again that's inked.pub slash terror trilogy you're gonna want some of this people limitless bringing it real hard age of radio
Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 366. The 366th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast will be a Fan Expo Denver 2021 wrap-up. Oh yeah, people, I'll be going over all the amazing stuff. Stuff that I witnessed and experienced and covered this week as official press and media for Fan Expo Denver. The first of its kind. Well, in this city with that name. Um, (laughs) Uh, It was was a, uh, I mean, it was a fun weekend. All right, that was it. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you the next time. There's things about comics to talk about. I'm only slightly joking. Uh, no, no I, 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 I'm having a hard time even figuring out where to begin, people. I really was. It was a great time. Um, I, uh, I, I showed up Friday. Uh, let's start with that. <laughs> let's start with the day, the first day. So I was told, as a media man, to be there at 3 o'clock to pick up my credentials as the doors will be opening at 4. And I was like, alright, sweet. Sounds neat. I'll be there. And then, uh, well, I, I show up at about, uh, I don't know, I'm like, it's like 310. I'm like, uh, I'm going around the little corner of the Colorado Convention Center. I'm like, oh, there's nobody here. Um, that's a problem. There's nobody in line waiting. Uh, not a good sign. Not a good sign. And considering the, the, the slowing momentum that Denver's had in, you know, the, the past con years... I wasn't, I was a little worried, but then I turned the corner, and I got my credentials, super, super quick and easy, and yeah, way better than it was for uh, a pop culture con, that's for damn sure, that was a fucking nightmare, getting my credentials through there, Um, back when it was, yeah, but Fan Expo, boom, go up, Brian Wayne, bam, cheers to comics, here's your badge, bam, and then I start seeing all these people, I'm like, well, what's going on? And then I turn the corner, and I, I, you know, I I go up the little escalators and all that stuff, and, well, no, I take that back. Before I go to the escalators, I'm not going to pass up the opportunity to get some exclusive, uh, uh, you know, Fan Expo merch, right? And, uh, bands that I'm the, uh, you know, the the, the opportunist that I am, I thought, I got a good feeling about this particular book right here. There was some amazing, and some of the stuff I didn't get to talk about in the, uh, the, the preview episode, um, because it wasn't announced yet, it was, like you may have heard me speak on it before, but it was literally four minutes after I posted the uh, the preview episode, I get an email from Fan Expo saying this is the exclusive con merch, and I mean, yeah, um, so it, let's let's talk about that a little bit. I'm not gonna go over all of the stuff they had available. Um, I, I was very grateful. There were a lot of exclusive covers. Uh, comic book covers specifically that that, that that warmed my heart like that's that's really what I want to see I want to see comic books at my comic book convention you know I don't want my comic book convention to be taken over by Funko or you know yeah I don't know um, now with that being said I also kind of had it in my head like is it really uh, and uh, oh, how do you hmm it's a good word for this uh, a worthy expo if there's not at least one Funko exclusive, you know, um, I think they put out four, four fun- exclusive Funkos for Fan Expo. Um, now I didn't have a Fan Expo con; it just said con exclusive, or I mean, a, yeah, a, a Fan Expo sticker on the the the, the Funko. 
But I'm not mad. It did say con exclusive, and you know, people. Uh. <sighs> um, with that being said, it's it, it was awesome. It was awesome to be able to go right up to there. They had plenty of stuff for sale. Um, I don't think they ran out of anything all weekend. And that doesn't mean there wasn't a bunch of people. And I'm going to get into that. There was a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. So many people. And let's, let's, let's talk about some of these people. So, yeah, I, mean, I got my Batman book. I uh, started uh, uh, making my way up the old Colorado Convention Center escalators. And I turned the corner and... Uh, there, there was people. So what had happened was, is they, uh, they opened the doors early. Um, and, you know, I, I wasn't mad. At, honestly, I thought, you know, a 4 o'clock start was a little bit late to begin with. Even if it was going till 9. So I, I don't know when they actually opened the doors. I've heard several things. I've heard 2 o'clock. I heard 3 o'clock. I don't know. The fact is, there were people there. Um, and some of the, you know, the, the, the comic book creators and stuff, they didn't, they didn't get word. They didn't. They didn't get that. We're we're open in early situations. So, initially, there were, there were still some unset up tables, um, but I wasn't mad. It didn't take long for people to show up, and as far as like you know the the, the tables to fill out and all. That. I mean, it was it it was it was awesome to see. Um, haven't you know, not been to a con since you know pop culture con, Denver pop culture con 2019. It was just ah, it was it was awesome walking that floor again but it, i thought it was amazing <laughs> i turned the corner i mean before i you know i i, I walked through the, the the opening i take a deep breath through my mask um actually you know really really happy about that because it's very it's rare you could take a deep breath without gagging at a convention i gotta say i don't i, I don't know if it was just we were all wearing masks and no one could smell i i, I couldn't smell a goddamn thing uh, it was the first time I did not catch a single whiff of body odor, and like I said, it was nut to butt in there often, quite often. Not, it wasn't for a lack of people. But uh, yeah, I turned the corner and uh, uh, right off, it's merchandise, 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 and it's it's you just look to the left and it's all your it, it's like fluffy merchandise, and then it goes to and it goes all the way up to. Your hard merchandise. And what I mean by that is, I feel like on the left, as you walk in, it was all your pillows and then, um, you know, just, just soft stuff. Just soft stuff. Think stuff. Soft. You know, st stuffies and um, shirts and, you know, soft stuff. And then you work your way up and you got your weaponry and your um, gaming tables. And I mean, there was. It, seriously, as a nerd, I couldn't. There was nothing. Nothing that I could think. I was like, oh, fuck, I wish I had this for sale here. Um, I, I, it was all there, people. It was. It was all there. But what I, <laughs> what I found to be super cool, I mean, not super cool, um, slightly annoying at the same time. Uh, I, I actually had to, to go to uh, Mile High Comics <laughs> uh, right beforehand um, and uh, pick, up a, uh, pick up a book for a friend for a signing. And, um, you know, so I was in there. I was at Mile High Comics, I don't know, an hour and a half maybe, um, bef before the con. Uh, so yeah, I, I turn the corner, I get to the con, and I hear, Brian! Brian! And, uh, yeah, sure shit, fucking Mile High Comics right there set up Primo location. Primo. Now, what is... <laughs> uh, now, I know a lot of people have a lot of mixed feelings and shit about Mile High Comics, and feel what you will. I'm not gonna tell you how to feel. Um, we, we've all experienced different things from that place, including myself. Uh, now, uh, what they had set up, 
Um, it they did store exclusives. They you know they put up the little wall of store exclusives, and um, some posters. They have they always have a plethora of posters to choose from. That store sells a fuck ton of posters, people. And I'm pretty sure they were the only people in the entire um, place that actually had Squid Game merchandise. And by that I mean posters. I have not I did not see anything else Squid Game anything. So uh, that that's that that says something, right? Um, now, why, why, why am I going on specifically about Mile High Comics other than the fact it's the place I get my comic books from? Uh, now, if anybody knows, you know, the, the, the uh, uh, some stuff, I guess, if you will, I didn't word that awesomely, uh, about Mile High Comics, they, they, he, Chuck, the, the, the owner, he's, he's bowed out from comics, and or I mean, not from comics, from conventions. Um, you know, he's, he's got a sour taste in his mouth about, you know, just the way they're operated and ran and all this and blah, blah, blah. So the fact that Fan Expo was even to get him to come to begin with. Now, I was told it did take quite a bit of convincing. Like I said, primo fucking location. But they wanted them to uh, bring, like, their San Diego, their old San Diego booth with them. And that's, that, that, that was just, that, that, mm, I don't know if anybody's experienced that. It's, uh, it's like half a fucking row. You know, at a con, it, it, it's ridiculous. Like I said, it's mile high comics. People, if they want to go big, they they go the biggest. They can go as bigger than anybody could ever fucking imagine. Uh, they they can go bigger than everybody else trying to go big combined together. It's just what the fuck it is. Um, but they showed up real modest, real modest like. Uh, but constantly, constantly had business there. Naturally, so it's mile high comics. Doesn't matter if you live in Denver or not. Um, if you opened up a comic book in the '80s or early '90s or whatever, you it's embedded into your brain. Uh, Mile High Comics. So um, they showed up, and um, you know, and I'm not gonna kind of skip ahead a little bit th uh, here too. Uh, the, the, one of the coolest things I saw is after it was all said and done on day three, Chuck had said that Mile High Comics is not not only will they be back next year at a larger capacity, but after speaking with the uh, the folks that have uh, taken over the Denver convention scene, they were uh, and uh, more so Fan Expo. Uh, Mile High Comics will now be an official sponsor of Fan Expo. And not just Fan Expo Denver. We're talking, I mean, all of them. The Dallas and the Toronto and all of that stuff. Where there's a Fan Expo, Mile High Comics, according to Chuck, will be there. And that, that's, that, that's big. Um, for, uh, and, uh, and, uh, I say this, kind of segues into my, really, my, my bigger point here. There were so many fucking comic books you could buy here. I mean, there was uh, so many people set up of all different stores and stuff. Yes, you had your local stores, um, you but but we had stores from all over the country set up. We had unknown comics set up. Uh, I mean, it was this is at a small capacity. Air quote for Fan Expo, and uh, they 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 came out. People, I tell you what, there was so many goddamn books being dug through. It warmed my heart. And if you weren't following any of my social media stuff, if you're not a member of the Cheers to Comics Facebook group, or you don't like the Cheers to Comics Facebook page, you really need to do that, because that's where the majority of my coverage was. I went live multiple times, so you could see it for yourself, ex experience it to some level. Um, yeah, so you, if you're not, seriously, pause right now and join the Facebook group and like the Facebook page, because I... I, I it's all different content, people. I don't recycle content. It's, it's, it's different everywhere. It's, it's, mm. But uh, I, I digress. Going back to that, um, so many fucking comics, people. It was, it, it, was, it was a beautiful thing. And it wasn't, it was all comics. You know, I mean, it was, there was some very fairly 
price stuff as well. Not everybody was out there fucking gouging on or praying, if you will, praying on you know the uh, the, the the gumps and stuff. It's, it's no, nah, it's just fair market value stuff. Sometimes there was some. I mean, I'm not, sometimes there were plenty of deals out there. You know, I, I was I, I'm. Uh, Fan Expo, if you're listening, cover your ears for a second. I was a little fucking pissed off. I had to be pressed at times because I don't want to do some goddamn digging. You know, I could have spent all day digging. Uh, but uh, you can uncover your ears now. Oh, sorry, they, they can't hear me. All right. Uh, Fan Expo, you can. <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, yeah. Mm. It, it, it was it was glorious. But um, walking through Friday, I mean, the, the cosplay was on point. You know, it was a, it was a little bit slower, you know, on a convention for a Friday. But like I said, it was a, mm, it, it was Friday, it was a chilly, and uh, yeah, fucking, hmm. they they killed it. I walked through Artist Valley, and it was amazing to 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 shake the hands of. I I did kind of like tuck the press badge for a second, and you know, I, I, I you gotta shake the hands of these people. But I, you know, I also covered them as well. I highlighted them and said, "Look who the fuck is here." And if you didn't catch the preview episode, um, well, I, I will say, but first off, I'm gonna, some of the hands I didn't get a shake, I was super excited about that, um, I think I had said that Greg Capullo, uh, was n- not going to be showing up in the preview episode, I'm not sure about that, um, but he, he wasn't there, uh, but the, a couple of really big downers for me that didn't show up were, uh, Kyle Higgins and, um, uh, Rebecca Isaacs. Really, really, really wanted to uh, say hello to them, but uh, there was—it's not like there wasn't um, <laughs> plenty of comic book creators there to talk to for sure. It, it was amazing. You could—you could have gone up to any creator at any time and never had to wait more than one person. It—it uh, it was yeah. But I on that note, that's also kind of the the, the big stinker. As far uh, I don't know if I had to have a note for Fan Expo Denver. They, they got to figure out a different placement for Artist Valley. Um, we get it. We want you to buy stuff before you get to the back, the whole grocery store placement concept. But here's... This This is one... On the way to Artist Valley, before you get to the people that, you know, fucking uh, wrote Ghost Rider forever and uh, drew just, uh, fucking Spider-Man and just... Legends, people, legends. Uh, along the way are a bunch of you know local artists and vendors and stuff selling their unlicensed prints for the same price that you can get those same prints that were created by the creators of the actual fucking characters. Um, so I don't know. By the I I don't know how many times I heard somebody with an arm full of shit up at Artist Alley. And so uh, they're they're being pitched a book, and they go, "Well, dude, I just spent all my money before I can get here." It's like, yeah, because you're in the f- artist alley's in the fucking back, I and mean, you put all the. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, that that's really the only thing. Um, I, there were some. I mean, you like I said, you could have talked to any creator as much as you wanted at any given time, and not had anybody. You know, not felt bad for making anybody wait. I'm not saying that, you know, Artist Valley was a complete dud as far as, you know, the turnout goes, um, you know, as far you know, people at the, the, the tables. But it, it was unlike anything I had ever experienced. Um, normally, you gotta... You, norm, I would think that you would have to wait in line to get Jay Lee's autograph, right? I went up to him, 
talked to him like four or five times. You know, the only thing I had to wait for was for him to get done inking something before I, because <laughs> he had his head down constantly. The man works. The man works. But his head down was, or his head was down constantly. It, did, it was, uh, yeah. Um, but I don't know. It might have been different if he had a fucking line of people at his table. You know, might have been able to snap pictures of a smiling face. Um, but I don't know. I, I think the creators uh, overall, I think they had a really good attitude considering, you know, where, where they were placed and, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, <sighs> I, 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 I don't know what to say, what else to say besides the fact that I was, I, I really was blown away by the talent that was there. Um, despite the cancellations, it was, it was good to be back in Artist Valley, man. It, it was. Peter J. Tomasi was there. It was, it was awesome, and uh, you could tell that the creators, they, they were, they were, even though they might have been kind of lonely at times, tucked back in their little fucking corner, um, they were, they were so warm. I, I never once uh, felt slighted at all. It was, it was, it was a, it was a good group of fucking creators, people. It really was. Um, uh, now you know, on Friday, you know, for the most part, I was just kind of mapping stuff out. You know, I, I, I uh, it's, just, it's kind of a shorter day. I wanted to see what, you know, uh, the, the rounds I would be making on Saturday. Um, and, you know, potentially Sunday, too. We'll see. Uh, so, Friday, for me, was kind of a, 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 a quicker day. I got out of there. Let's see. I got there at about, like I said, 3-ish. And I, was, I think I was out of there on 6.30, maybe. Um... But, uh, I tell you what, as I, like, the party was just getting started, like I said, it goes till nine, as I was walking out, I, I, I was almost regretting, you know, hadn't called my ride and said, come get me, um, <laughs> you could tell, the, the, the party was just getting started on Friday night, people, and the, the, the cosplay walking in the door was, uh, chef's kiss, amazing, uh, best, be, best cosplay, I mean, I, I, I've been to some cons before, people, I've been to some big cons before, and the, the cosplay that showed up on this one showed up, you could tell these people have been chomping at the bit, and working for months and months and months and over a year, if not years, uh, to, to, to nail down their cosplay, and it was, it, it, it was it was amazing, um, but yeah no I, I I walked out you know on Friday I thought you know if this is what Friday cosplay is gonna be Saturday it gonna be crazy and guess what Saturday was people holy fuck um, I got in early on Saturday showed up early just walking the floor a couple you know a few VIPs lots of VIPs actually a lot of people sprung for the VIP pass this year but uh Jesus Christ Saturday it was full-blown convention. I mean, it was packed. Uh, everybody showed up. Everybody showed up at Fan Expo Denver on Saturday. I I was blown away. Um, like I said, I, I had been to some shit. I've been to C2E2 and, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can't, I haven't been to New York or San Diego or anything like that, but I mean, I, I, I've seen a, I've, I've experienced a good con or two. Um, and, yeah, the, this was, uh, you could tell people were so excited, the attitude in there, and the, the atmosphere, the energy, it was just, it, it, I mean, it sounds cliche to say, but it, it was, it was electric, um, I, I, 
Oh man, um, Saturday I, w I was jam packed with stuff. I, 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 the, the the highlight for me personally though um, was seeing uh, two of the most important people of my childhood and possibly, quite possibly, my professional career. Um, uh, in a the the, the hmm, Q and A with Pinky in the Brain panel, Maurice Lamarche and Rob Paulson. Uh, they came out. I got a little video of it. Make sure you. I mean, I mean, you, you could see it on Twitter and the the the, the Facebook groups and stuff. Um, just them coming out and once again, electric. Uh, seeing that, it just it was, it was. It got me thinking right off the bat. You know, they came out with their little catchphrases and stuff, and I was like, fuck, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it through this. I'm I'm already starting to get choked up. <laughs> uh, I don't, it's just, like, I'm not going to get into the reasons why, because it's not going to be ne mean nearly as much to use guys. But uh, oh shit, man. Um, it was it was it was everything. I, but I tell you what, um, I did actually have to 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 cut out of that panel early. Um, it it, it, it got to me. It got to me. Uh. <laughs> You know, and it was a lot of, you know, I got to the point where, you know, they made it half or three quarters away through the question line, and it was a lot of, you know, younger kids at this point just asking, uh, you know, simple questions, if you will. But, you know, Maurice and Robert were going to make the best of it. They could turn the dumbest what's-your-favorite-color question into a jaw-dropping, um, eye-watering <laughs> story. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... I, I uh, I was I got a little emotional. I'm not gonna lie, and that that, that was easily, easily the uh, the non-comic related highlight for me of this 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 entire weekend. It, it was, but um on Saturday that's 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 where I really, really went in with the uh, um uh, oh, oh artist alley people, artist alley. Uh, you know how cool it is to to shake the hand. Of uh, Mark Russell, and then have your picture taken with him um, by Howard Mackey, <laughs> and then you uh, you go and you shake the hand of Howard Mackey as uh, Mark Russell takes the picture. It's it was just I don't know, man. I don't know if it's podcaster privileges. I don't know if you know this is fans being. I mean, they, this is just. The awesome, the most awesome people, you know, just staying true to their fans. I don't know what it was, um, but I, 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 like I, I went back and I talked. I mean, you can go back and talk to Howard and Mark at any given time. They're just sitting there. Fuck, they were just sitting there talking to each other most of the time. You know, it was, yeah, <laughs> it was something else. It, it really was seeing artist out. And uh, like I said, it, w it was a little sad. I was really sad the fact that you know I could just kind of. <laughs> They didn't have people lined out, lined up at their tables, you know, fucking rows and rows away, like the the celebrities did. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It, it was they were still just as just as warm, even even nicer than I could hoped. Cause I was I was worried about that. Even initially walking up to Artist Alley, I was like, fuck. I feel like I'm the only one here right now. And that wasn't the case. It's just what it felt like compared to most artist valleys that I go through. You know, it's fucking. You know, in C2E2, if fucking Mark Russell has a table, I mean, you're going to be waiting in line for at least 10 or 15 minutes before you get those signatures. Um, but, yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. Was, like I said, I, I really think it all had to do with table placement. I don't think it was a lack of talent. I think it was just where Artist Valley was placed, where the big names were placed. And if anything, the, the biggest names were placed in the back of Artist Valley. You know, you had to kind of like build your way up, if you will. You got your little locals and your everything up front. And then, yeah, in the back you got Jay Lee and fuck <laughs> Howard Maggie. And I mean, it's just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, But... If they reversed that, I really think that it would have been a whole different thing. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the silver lining, uh, selfish uh, approach here and say I was kind of glad it was this way because, like I said, i got to spend a lot of time really talking face-to-face with the people that I fucking love. And I, I said it. I love them. I love comic book creators. Said it. Um, uh, I, I, I didn't... <laughs> Most of the panels that I was supposed to get on uh, th- this weekend, though, um, I mean, th- they were for comic book creators that uh, didn't show up. The-, the one that I did make, I I missed Peter Tomasi's on Friday just because, I guess, his was, I think I left at 6.30, and I think his panel was at 7, and I didn't want to be there till 8. So, yeah, I don't know if I got, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been downtown Denver at 8 o'clock. Um, <laughs> I'm not a fan, um, but that's only because I've I've got that that sour taste in my mouth. That's all. So yeah, that's the only reason I cut out early all three days. Um, the exception for Sunday. I'll tell you about Sunday in a minute. But um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but I I I did go to Mark Russell's spotlight on Saturday and. I mean, it was it, it was a good panel. It was. I got to say, a lot of it, you know, just kind of asked a lot of questions that I kind of asked them when I had them on my show. Um, you know, I didn't. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure what a creator spotlight was, to be honest. I, I, I I've never been to a cre- a comic book creator panel before. Um, uh, but it, it turns out a spotlight is just someone like myself gets up there with a creator like Mark Russell and uh, talk it, it's a creator corner is what it is the only difference is is the uh, the host of that has about uh, 14 minutes of questions and relies on the uh, rest of the room to kind of carry the uh, the event and um, yeah uh, so with that being said I I kind of felt feel like the, the that panel fell short and it had nothing to do with Mark Russell it was and I don't I don't want to you know, talk. You know, say the host didn't do a good job. He asked great questions. Um, you know, so a lot of questions that I'd already kind of gone through. So I was kind of starting to lose interest a little bit because I said I'd heard this stuff. Um, but when it got to the time, you know, we opened up the floor. Uh, it was, you know, it was kind of fun to see people geek out. Granted, I wasn't, you know, I mean, their questions were very, what's your favorite color-ish, if you will. Um, but uh, it, it was it was really cool to see other fans like fucking be like, hey man, you fucking changed my blah 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 my perspective and the way you did this and this and this. I had me this and this. And I'm like, ah, yes, give him all of this, people. Give him this is what he needs to hear right now. Um, you know, and I, I got a question in there too. Just I, I threw out just a random curveball just because. Um, you know, yeah, I, I said do a what? What did I say? I uh, I said do a life a six issue life story on a Hanna Barbera character, and uh, it was like Jetsons, and I was like that's the correct answer, 
and uh, everyone uh, that like everybody in the room was like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had the room going for a second, but I stopped there. I just let everybody else have their fun, cause in my head I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to this table a lot. Um, and just yeah. And plus I got, I got another, a whole another, you know, <laughs> long form interview to do with them. I'm not gonna blow my wad now in front of these people. You know, I don't want them to get bored with me. And like you already asked me this once, I thought. You know, so I, I, fucking, I held my questions to myself. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, uh, there, there was, this is the thing that, once again, it just kind of reiterated my, my little gripe with the, the, the Artist Valley situation. We got all these people in here going, and I say all these people, kind of use it lightly. Um, there wasn't nearly enough people in this room. Uh, there was... This was the most social distance. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but Jesus Christ. I want to say there was, I'm probably being generous here, 14 of us in this panel, including myself. Um, just not enough. Not enough. And this is Mark Russell, people. Mark fucking Russell. You know? Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to remember. I think there was another panel going on, a, like a anime panel or something going on at the same time, and that, that's the thing. These these cons, they have to... Hmm. If they want their, their, their comic book creators to return, they have to think about the, the, how they're hi, you know scheduling their spotlights. Well, if you're going to spotlight Mark Russell, make sure that fucking William Shatner's not in the next room. And it wasn't William Shatner in the next room. I don't know what it is, but, you know, fuck, stagger these things out, you know? You gotta... Uh, Maybe Fan Expo should hire me as the uh, the, the, the the panel scheduling coordinator. Um, just just because I don't I don't know it was, <laughs> and because of that, honestly, that that one panel I went to it it saddened me on the the rest of any of the uh, creator spotlights that I had scheduled. Now, granted, like the rest of them were pretty much canceled anyway, but there were a couple more I was kind of excited I wanted to see, but. I said, I was like, fuck, this isn't, mm, I don't know, yes, gotta support the team, it would have been cool to show up and support the team, and I, I will say, even later on, um, after the the, the panel, I, I was walking by Mark Russell's table again, um, he, uh, he, he pointed me out to uh, fucking Howard Mackey, he was like, he was at my, he was one of the few people at my panel, I was like, man, if you could point me out, then cool, but, uh, I mean, nah, dude, you should, you shouldn't be able to spot everybody that was in your panel, you know, it's fucked up, but here's the real, uh, oh, I guess I kind of skipped my point on the whole thing, as the panel was, uh, breaking up, the, uh, the host, he asked, he was like, how many of you guys have been by to get a book signed, or say hi, or shake, uh, Mark's hand yet, and the whole room was silent, and I, and I, I just, I was, like, looking around at him, and I, I just, I'm not Mr. Participation usually, but I just raised my hand and kind of like looked back at everybody and discussed like why. And yeah, I don't know. I I, I shamed everybody just with a, a an eyebrow raise or furrow. I don't remember what happened with my face. It wasn't a pleasant look. And uh, yeah, a, a <laughs> slight elbow raise. I mean that was. But I don't. I don't know, man. It was just any shame. Shame, shame, shame! If you go to a comic book convention and skip Artist Alley altogether, uh, you don't you don't have to fucking show up with your books window bagged and shit like that. There's, uh, 
if you have to pick one, pick one fucking table to, to spend some money at, if you must. If you must blow your load on the way and make sure you have your $100 tucked away from fucking 91-year-old William Shatner fucking fake spaceman's autograph, then sure. Sure. Uh, but, uh, goddammit, put 5 or 10 bucks away and fucking support a goddamn creator on the way as you pass them by. The fucking comic book convention. You know, I don't know. Um, it's just, uh... That, that, that was really this hmm, sad tear. Sad tear. Just all the the, the the lack of interaction with all of these amazing legends. They know who they are. I, just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they don't need people like us to validate them, but I don't know. It, it was just kind of saddening to see as a, as a person in my position in this industry. That's all. That's all. Um, now, uh, as far as the rest of Saturday goes, um, Jesus Christ, uh, uh, lessons learned, lessons learned from Saturday. Uh, Friday, I will say, the food court, you can go and give whatever you wanted, whenever you wanted, for the most part. It wasn't really packed or anything like that. You can get a table right up front whenever you wanted at any given point, at least between the hours that I was there. Saturday, once those doors opened, fuck that. You were hungry, and you sought out food, you were going to be hungry for at least another 30 minutes. That, I mean, there, there was, it was, there was not like there was a lack of vendors there. It's just that people were hungry. Um, hung, uh, they wanted that pizza. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, so yeah, lessons learned to bring granola bars and water. Cause even the, the line for $7 bottles of water, I mean, I, if I were dehi I would have passed out from dehydration if I had to wait for that, you know. However, the line for nine-dollar bottles or cans of aluminum bottles, I guess, of uh, Coors. Fucking, no, nah, there's plenty of them. There, there, there was probably <laughs> for every. <laughs> I mean, beer vendors outnumbered food vendors uh, five to one, easily. Uh, you can go. There was no waiting in line for beers at all. At all, uh, I, the, the, there was the, the, my only frustration with that is the, the, the everything. Mm, every it was either card or cash for some. Nobody like took both. It doesn't. It didn't matter what the uh, either one comic book creator took only cash, and then you go onto the next table, and they're like, I only take PayPal, and then you go to get a beer, and they're like, we only take card, and then you go to get pizza, and they're like, we only take cash, or however. I mean, it was just. Little tiny frustrations like the lessons learned, have both ready to go. Um, just yeah, have plastic and paper ready to go at, at, at Fan Expo Denver. Um, yeah, and the only time it ever got frustrating was Sunday. Um, I'm, let me tell you all about Sunday, people. <laughs> um, Saturday, you know, I, uh, I was ready to go. You know, I got everybody's excited. I'm be by. I'm telling all all, all our stuff, artist alley. I'm like, I'm gonna be by fucking Sunday. My microphone equipment. We're gonna get fucking interviews. And we're gonna do shit. And we're gonna hang out. And it's gonna be a blasty, 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 blasty blast. Okay. So I show up Sunday. Show up early. Uh, walking the floor. Walking the floor. Uh, yeah. It was a Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Right after bed. A little scary. Cause I mean, it was. It was cold. It was real cold. Um, I mean, any, if you weren't cosplaying as a uh, fucking skier, uh, you you were probably not cosplaying at this point. But uh, it, 
<laughs> it was hilarious. I walk in the door on Sunday, and like I said, I'm kind of like, I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to do this big live walking in video, and as I'm getting ready to set up to go live, I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? How early am I? I'm like, is it just VIPs at this point? And I'm starting to say, I was like, no, those are Sunday badge, Sunday badge, Sunday badge. These aren't VIPs. Like, and then I realized it's cold. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to fucking go into uh, the old uh, food court area. And pop squat table. I'm just gonna kind of map some stuff. You know, let me maybe get some questions together. That you know, let me clear my head. Um, get get my yeah, get pumped up, but at the same time, focused. And that's what I did for I don't know, maybe like 15 minutes. And then uh, I hit that I hit that floor again, and it was like, the, I don't know, the, the the floodgates busted open. It was. It was like Saturday all over again. It was glorious. I had never seen a Sunday con like this. It was, it was fucking awesome. It must have warmed up. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I hit the ground running. I know. First thing in my head, it's like, all right, there's one interview. There's one interview I have to get. Um, I, I talked to a, a gentleman on Friday by the name of Ming Chen. You might know him as one of the comic book men. You know, Kevin Smith's secret stash show, you know, Amazon Prime, all that good stuff, uh, bumped into Ming, and immediately on Friday, I was like, dude, you want to record, and I was like, well, give me a second, man, let me, uh, let me, you know, I'll hit you here this weekend, you know, Sunday comes along, I'm like, all right, first things first, I have to, I have to get a hold of Ming, because honestly, on Saturday, that was kind of the, uh, that was, that was one of my missions, but I think he took off for a few hours in the middle of the day, um, to, like, eat or something, um, so I kind of missed him, uh, but yeah, I mean, fucking hit him up Sunday, and he was, remembered me, he was all ready to go, and, uh, yeah, that was my thing, I was like, right, I'm gonna get Ming's done, get that out of my way, because this could be big, you know, fucking shout out from one of the comic book men, this could be big, and then after that, I'll just fucking coast from then on out, I'll hit up all the artist alley, just going around blowing their minds with my words and stuff, that's what's gonna happen, so, um, I tracked down Ming, and um, uh, do my sound check before him, naturally, because that's what a professional does, right? My little wand microphone, um, tap, 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 all good to go. It's been working all day before him. Facebook Live, doing its thing, right? So I go live, and I, I'm probably live for uh, seven minutes with Ming, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm having... Uh, I'm having a better conversation with him than I could have imagined. Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, my, I'm not stumbling over my words at all. I, I felt, I felt more like a professional in this moment than I had, than, than, than more than any other, other in my entire life. And like I said, people, I had, I'd done some shit. You know, I've, I've talked to some amazing people. I've, I've accomplished some stuff in this podcast. I, I, I've, I already feel legit, but I've never done anything to this level. Like interviewed somebody. Um, live like this um now I've, I've done a live interview before via zoom but not face to face a fucking celebrity with seventy five thousand followers you know the f- fucking works at kevin smith's comic book shop you know I've, nothing like this and um i'm not gonna lie on uh, the thursday night before uh the con started i was doing a little uh practice interviewing with my daughter just for funsies um making sure you know everything all all the old equipment was dusted off and working and stuff and uh, i noticed as i was holding the mic i I, I had terrible shakes terrible shakes and you know with the mic that i have it's got to be 
like right kind of there otherwise the sound's not going to be good like it has to be right in the perfect spot um so i started you know i'm i'm, I'm nervous at this point I'm like, fuck man what if i start shaking you know ming and this is all going to be right there and yeah so i got to like hold the phone out here and then look down at him and keep the phone steady while i'm staring at him making eye contact with him hoping that the screen doesn't drift off from you know the off off frame because i can't look at the screen um, but meanwhile, I also have to hold the microphone steady and all this other shit. And somehow it just, it, it, it worked so fucking well. It couldn't have gone any better people except for one fucking thing. Um, there was no sound throughout the feed. There was no sound throughout the feed. And I did not know until I hit end live broadcast. And in my head, it had gone so well, I was like, I'm not even going to ask him for a picture. Um, I'm, I'm going to post this and tag him real quick, and yeah, it'll be... Yeah, I fucking, it, the, the work's going to do itself, you know? Um, I'll, I'll grab a picture from, you know, a screenshot from the video, because it's me standing there with him the whole fucking time. Like, it was pretty badass. It'd be cool to get a screenshot, you know, from the thing. And then I turn around, and I walk away, and I see a comment that says, No sound and my heart drops um somehow some way now i can't confirm one way or the other but one of two things happened um my first suspicion was somebody wasn't minding their fucking distance and uh walked by and slightly um unplugged my uh cord um, the other thing being that the, uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, um, fucking hates me. He fucking hates me. Those are the only two things I could think about. Um, th th so, at this point, what's going through my head is, <laughs> I blew it. I blew it. There's no way in hell I could ever go back. And even if I had the balls to ask him to do it again, recreate that. Um, and it was, it was magic. Like, I, I, I genuinely thought that he was fucking impressed. Um, I, I really did, because we talked for a few minutes afterwards, you know, before I fucking noticed the gun to him fucking, ugh. And, uh, yeah. So, I walked away, and at that point, everything that, uh, uh, yeah, it was, I, I, I knew in my head, and there's no way. I could walk around getting fucking um, all of these interviews from all of these people like I uh, like I wanted and in the, the way that I wanted at this point in time because I, I mean I was just fucking I was devastated people I was um, you know I was devastated is really putting it lightly I was angry <laughs> I was angry and uh, I thought I thought at best that I just um, I, 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 I I cut my losses. And head out. Um, <laughs> and now, with that being said, was the was it any opportunities lost as far as interviews that I didn't get that day? No. Um, I have a whole stack of business cards here of people that I cannot wait to talk to in a more long form, longer format. Uh, really, some amazing, amazing creators, people. Um, it was just. Uh, at that point in time, what it came down to is I couldn't trust my audio equipment. It wasn't just uh, I'm taking my ball and going home. It was I, I don't trust my audio equipment at this point. I don't trust. I don't know if there's something going on with Facebook. I don't know about it. Was working good one second. Now it's not. 
Um, I mean, I did test my audio equipment afterwards, and it works just fine. I really, looking back, I mean, the more I look into it, it really does feel like it was entirely a Facebook fuck-up. But, um, yeah, and even more so, the uh, the actual video, it's, video itself, after it was done, was lost. So there was not even any going, <laughs> there was not even any proof of it without sound. So, uh, yeah, Facebook, if you're listening right now, um, I don't have any nice words to say to you. Uh, yeah, but um, the overall, overall, the <laughs> the, uh, the 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 energy, and in, in, in this room, in this building, throughout the weekend, was fan fucking tastic. Halloween weekend? Are you kidding me? I mean, a, a cosplay party Halloween Halloween weekend. Denver showed the fuck up, and this is at a small capacity. I I don't. <laughs> It was awesome, people. I mean, and some big names showed up celebrity-wise, too. Maybe not names that I'm particularly, you know, you know, I, I gravitate towards myself personally. But I've been told these people are really famous. Um, and the lines and the panels, and they spoke for themselves. I mean, the fucking chat was there, people. The chat showed up. The pinky and the brain. I mean, it was... If you saw, if you saw the line to get into the panel for Demon Slayer, it's out the door. It was insane. Uh, it, was, it was, I mean, it, just because it wasn't my fandom doesn't mean that the fandom didn't fucking turn up. Uh, Fan Expo is here to stay in Denver. They are not going anywhere. There was no more pop culture con or, um, no, this is it. Get used to it, Denver. Fan Expo, the purple and the white. It's, oh, it's fucking good. They killed it. Um, I, I, I'll cover it again and again and again every year. Um, lots of lessons learned as being a first-time media man. I've never covered anything like this to this capacity. Um, but I think overall, I, oh man, I, it it was, it was unbelievable. It was absolutely unbelievable. Um, I, I, I couldn't imagine what this, this situation is next year, July 4th, by the way, 4th of July weekend. We likes to do it on holidays here in Colorado. Um, and it, it's kind of always been like that. Uh, it was normally hold, held on Pride Weekend. I don't know if you call that um, a holiday, but yeah, Pride Fest weekend is usually when uh, when you know the, the 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 Denver Comic Book Convention, whatever it is, is, is held. So you know, I mean, we 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 turn up here, man. We do. And uh, the Halloween weekend here in Denver Fan Expo, it it, it they showed the fuck up, uh, the best cosplays I've ever seen, uh, you know, uh, ask me my favorite cosplay, there was a, uh, I mean, just to kind of highlight a few of them, um, there was an eight foot tall Wookiee, and it's not like they were on eight foot tall stilts, I think their stilts were only like four and a half inches, uh, <laughs> this, this person was a giant, and their costume was, Jesus Christ, I mean, it was, I felt like I was on the set, like, I, it was, it was surreal, it was, it was absolutely amazing, there was a, uh, a very, very realistic Iron Man suit there. I mean, it powered up, it made noises, it, I mean, all types of gadgets and stuff came off of it. The, the, the I mean, it was, it, it, once again, it, it looked like a, like the first pro- Disney prototype. Like, if they were to bring this to Robert Downey Jr. for the first time, and be like, hey man, this is kind of, <laughs> I, I don't know, it, it was, 
it was amazing. And I, I, I'll, I'll be as bold as to say, and call me bias here as the world's biggest Iron Man fan, but that's, that's the best cosplay I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it's not like the dude, like, kind of had it down and, you know, he had his Adidas underneath. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was... Even when the mask came up, the guy looked like Tony Stark. You know, it was just... I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was real, people. It felt. It, it was amazing. Um, you know, I mean, all every goddamn anime character you could ever think of shown every video game character, and because it was Halloween, you had your just classic, just scary monster costumes as well. It was. It was fantastic. Uh, I, I don't know. It was. It was surreal more than anything, you know, walking through there, it was, there was a couple of times where I had to just kind of, like, stop and look around and go, this is crazy, this is happening, this is happening, like, this is, it's back, it's back, <laughs> you know, I didn't go anywhere, I was afraid, got real scared last year, people got real scared, but, yeah, come 4th of July next year, doesn't matter where I'm living, I will be back for Fan Expo Denver, that's just all there is to it, um, and I'll be covering this son of a bitch too, and like I said, lessons learned, you know, there's, there's things that I, you know, I, I won't spend my time doing, you know, next time that I did this time, that, you know, I mean, it's not like I wasted any time, it's just, you know, you, you, you gotta learn to be a master of time management, you know, and, Oh yeah, <laughs> my notes were taken. Believe me, uh, I, I it was. <laughs> what else can I say about this? What else can I say? Oh, the uh, the the kid zone. Um, I, I Denver kills it with the kid zone every year, and I mean that in the best way. Uh, this year I, they didn't have pa make Patrick Warburton laugh. Um, I don't know if there was a lot of celebrity stuff going on in the kid zone, but as far yeah, like the, the actual. Um, area of it in itself was so much larger than pop culture con i mean there was it was so big <laughs> it was hard for me to get a shot of a group of, i mean there were, there were dozens and dozens and dozens dare i say hundreds of kids in there and the area was so big it was hard for me to get a good cluster shot or, or, or a good photograph of a cluster of them um, without being so far away to get a magnitude of how many were in there, because, like I said, it was just spaced out. And, being, you know, social distancing and all of that stuff, it was, I think overall, I mean, it was... The event was planned very, very well, with the exception of the art, the placement of Artist Valley as all. Well. That's all. That's all. But, I mean, if there's anything you wanted to buy, uh, whether it was licensed Disney Star Wars stuff being sold at the Monty Michael Moore, not even at the Monty Michael Moore booth. He had another booth because Monty Michael Moore does Disney's licensed uh, uh, Mandalorian paintings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was there. Uh, I mean, it's just Jesus Christ. I mean, there's there's no way I could possibly remember everything because it was so much. Um. So, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what else to say, people, other than if you... <sighs> don't miss next year. Don't miss next year. And if there's any testament as to why we shouldn't miss next year, I think it really kind of circles back to what I was talking about in the beginning here. A man that had sworn off comic book conventions based off of the lack of uh, comic book appreciation there was convinced in a private meeting that based off of next year's um, possible attendees 
it, it, yeah, they Mile High Comics has changed their mind <laughs> with Fan Expo. So, yeah, that, that's oh boy, oh boy, Denver's here, people. Denver's here. Let's let's get the fucking Sam Keith's out here, huh? Let's get the Jim Lees out here again. You know, it's been a long time since we've had a name that big. I think the biggest name that's been in Colorado in the last few years is Greg Capullo, and he fucking bailed this year, so... Ugh. But more than anything, people, more than anything, and I gotta stress this, as a fan, your job, your job at the Comic-Con... at, at any type of comic book convention, um, as it's the very fucking least at the very least if you don't if you don't have anything to sign or if you've blown your goddamn financial wad for the weekend buying reprinted fucking posters from somebody that's never going to make a comic book in their life go up and just say thank you to these people and you don't know what it means to them to say that and then when you pull then when you pull out your books and say i've got everything you've ever done and they gladly sign it all for free uh yeah Oh, that, that was another thing. Um, there were only two creators the entire time that actually uh, charged for uh, signatures. Um, one of them was Jay Lee, which was kind of... He was the one that I was convinced was going to be free, because I had uh, numerous people say, Jay Lee usually doesn't charge for signatures. Um, he was 10 bucks a signature, which was uh, twice as much as the only other person that charged, which was Howard Mackey. And even then, Howard Mackey, after I got done talking to him, he was like, oh, dude, keep it. I mean, I didn't. He got his money. But, I mean, this just goes to show. They're, you show appreciation, they're not there for the fucking money, people. Like, they just, they're there for you, you know? So show up for them, and just like they're showing up for you, and then go and get your goddamn fucking cyborg autograph from the guy that played Cyborg and never wrote a comic before. And then go spend $100 to do it. And then go spend another $100 to take a, a picture with him. But meanwhile, you can go back to Artist Alley and, and, have, and hand your phone over to Howard Mackey and have him take a picture of you with Mark Russell and then have Howard Mackey hand your phone over to Mark Russell and have a take... And you know what? It didn't cost me a fucking thing. So there you go, people. <laughs> you gotta support the team. Ah, more Patrick Warburton. Two Patrick Warburton references in one episode. Hmm. Um, yeah, alright, there it is. Proud, proud to cover this event. I've got... I mean, it was... Yeah. Despite my little uh, um, eruption within my, uh, within my head on Sunday on a, you know, just a personal just opportunity missed. Uh... <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, nah, it was, it was absolutely amazing. And as the day went on Sunday as well, like even as I, you know, I called up my ride on Sunday, I was like, come and get me just because I don't, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if I have anything left, you know, I've got, I could take pictures of cosplayers. That's about it. I've covered just about everything else I'm capable of covering. And, um, you know, I was really regretting it as I was walking out the door, you know, hanging up the phone, getting the. Okay, I'm on my way, and just watching these amazing cosplayers continue to just flood inside the doors. I was like, oh, fuck, it's gonna get so good. We're just getting started, people. Like I said, it's still early on the, the day of Halloween. Everybody's been waiting. Oh, yeah, I don't know, man. It was... I think Halloween made quite possibly the, uh, the biggest Denver Sunday turnout ever. Just, yeah. I don't know, man. I would go to another convention... 
and Denver on Halloween weekend again. I would. Initially, when they announced the date, kind of raised my eyebrow a little bit. I was like, oh, I don't know, it's cold here. But, um, no. I, I think it was... It's only cold while you're waiting outside. And I think that's a part of the reason, you know, there, there was never any huge security lines, you know? I mean, they had it... This was organized so much better than any convention I'd ever been to in my entire life. From top to bottom, with the exception of Artist Valley Placement. I'm gonna keep saying it. I'm gonna keep saying it, because I know Fan Expo is gonna be listening. Um, <laughs> Alright, people. Uh, it's, it's, it's been awesome. Um, I, I suggest... I suggest you you book your uh, your plane tickets and your hotel rooms for Fourth of July weekend now. Um, Denver. Oh, have you ever seen a Rocky Mountain firework display? Lord, it gets pretty gnarly up here, dude. Come, 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 come to Denver next year, Fan Expo. Um, all right, I'll talk to you the next time. There's things about comics to talk about. In the meantime, I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know, that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. I like to remind you about a book that I've spoken highly of uh, in the past on this show before, and that's Unicorn Vampire Hunter. Uh, Caleb Palmquist has been on the show a couple of times now. And um, my my little seven-year-old, my seven-year-old girl, she is a massive fan of Unicorn Vampire Hunter. And guess what? Well, I'm sure you could guess. It's back. It's back on Kickstarter. So if you go on over to unicornvampirehunter.com, and uh, you're going to want to back this book, people, whether you have kids or not. <laughs> it's it's just a fun story. And, you know, I uh, normally would have Caleb on to talk about it, but you know, I'm scheduling stuff happened, and I wasn't gonna not uh, have this this book 
be spouted about from the rooftops. So, uh, yeah, metaphorically speaking, of course. So head on over to unicornvampirehunter.com and uh, find out what it's all about, man. Um, it's, it's, it's all in the title. It's a thing of beauty. And, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, it's one of those books that I, I can't not recommend. And especially if you've got youngsters, mine, mine, she's addicted. She's addicted. So once again, head on over to unicornvampirehunter.com and get you, uh, get you some of this Caleb Palmquist goodness.